Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Raw Prospect Podcast. My name is Amy Nixon. I'm joined by my incredible co-host, the Stat King himself, Mr. Michael Ween. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Raw Prospect Podcast with your two doofus hosts, Michael Ween and Amy Nixon. And today, we're talking about... (laughs) Football, finally. Yeah. yeah. Um, America. Whoa, what was that? Um, America. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> Middle of June. We're going to credit the Stay Hot podcast for today's idea. What we're going to be doing um, to continue our NFL offseason coverage is a 2023 NFL preseason MVP draft. We're each going to get six picks. Maybe more if we have time. We're going to draft players that we think could win the MVP next season, and it's going to be a snake draft. So I'm going to pick first, and then Emmy's going to have the next two picks and so forth. Um, so should be a fun episode. We're going to get to talk a little football, and this is something we've never done before, and we always like trying new things on the Raw Prospect Podcast. Like and subscribe to the channel. Because if you don't, we will come for you. Yeah, and we'll find you. We'll find you. And share it with any of your friends and family who enjoy listening to sports talk. Uh, not just any sports talk. Informed sports talk. All right. You doofuses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so. and leave, a, leave a comment down below with what award you think we should do next if you like what you see here. Um, so, yeah, Michael has the first pick. Um, the floor is yours. Go ahead. So you probably can guess who I'm going to say. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to be my first pick of the 2023 NFL preseason MVP draft. He's the favorite to win it on basically every betting site. He's in the prime of his career. Every year he's been the Chiefs' starting quarterback. They've won at least 12 games. Um, so winning plays a factor into success winning the MVP. Um, he's he's the best. He's the best quarterback. We said it throughout the playoffs. We saw it in the playoffs. Um, he's got the best coach um, in the league in Andy Reid, uh, and that offense is going to continue to hum until um, proven otherwise. So unless Mahomes gets hurt, that's really going to be the only thing that I think slows him down from being in the race, top three, top five for an MVP this upcoming season. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I disagree. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was a great pick. Um, Patrick Mahomes is stupidly good. It's It makes no sense what he does on the football <laughs> field. Um, and there's really nothing else you can really say about it. Um, he's going to continue to do the things he has been doing. The only thing that would even remotely cause hesitation is maybe the receiving core. But at the end of the day, he still has Travis Kelsey. So there's not really any reason to have that hesitation. He's got Travis Kelsey. He's got a solid offensive line. He's got Andy Reid, the best schemer in the league. And that's really all you need. Uh, and that Chiefs defense 
is good enough to where, if, you know, sometimes the Chiefs offense isn't going to have to do all that much to win games, but they're just so tough to stop. Every single week, Andy Reid comes up with a new wrinkle, a new thing in this offense, and they're so adaptable. They're well-coached, great offensive line, the best tight end maybe in the history of the league. I mean, he's heading that direction um, in terms of production this late into his career. Yeah, Mahomes is the clear number one. But now the draft really begins at number two. You have the second and third, so the four is yours, my friend. Yeah, this is where it gets difficult. Um, A lot of directions I can go here. I'm just going to go with my gut here. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, see, I I think I took your guy there. But you know what? I mean, Jalen Hurts – there's reason to believe he's going to take another step forward next year. And I, I just think from my standpoint, how could you not bet on that? You know, and with how good that roster is, how good those weapons are, how great that offensive line is. um, It's just a perfect storm, a perfect situation for him to really cement himself as a elite of the elite. You know, there's a, right now there's a tier above the rest right now it's burrow and mahomes and really it's just mahomes and then burrow um depending on how you look at it but hertz has a chance to really put his name into the equation this season and with burrow i think going into year four there was a bit of a lull at the beginning of the season. I think just a little bit of Super Bowl hangover. They didn't come out, you know, super sharp. He had knee surgery. He wasn't, you know, super dialed in. Um, but going into this season, a healthy off season going into the season as well. Um, the first he's had in his career outside his rookie year is worth noting. Um, I think this is a chance for him to have a, consistently fantastic year throughout which will point the narrative more towards him yeah those are two good picks those are the next two on my list um okay i'm gonna go with my second pick i'm staying in the afc west and i'm going justin herbert i'm high right now on the chargers going into this year uh, they bring in kellen moore as their offensive coordinator I think that's going to be a huge help to Justin Herbert, who has had a multitude of offensive coordinators so far throughout his career. You need a great offensive coordinator, especially when you have a defensive-minded head coach like Brandon Staley. Uh, He's an innovative mind, worked well with Dak Prescott in Dallas. I think he makes a big difference. And I loved what the Chargers did in their draft, adding Quentin Johnston in the first round a guy that can consistently stretch the field. You already have Mike Williams. You have Keenan Allen. Um, You have an offensive line that's been really good. I think Herbert's in for a big year. I think it's hard to say how much success the Chargers have, and I know it's it's a brutal division. I mean, the Broncos, I don't think there's any way the Broncos are going to be as bad as they were last year. The Raiders 
has some issues, but they have Jimmy G and, you know, they could be competitive. But I think Herbert, with his talent, is going to have a big year uh, and could be in the race for the MVP. So I, it's a little bit of a gamble with some of the other guys that are on the board. Uh, but I'm going to take Herbert. And then this next one's tough. But I think since the MVP is mostly won by quarterbacks, I'll go Josh Allen. Okay. Um, you get – they drafted the tight end, Dalton Kincaid. My biggest worry for the Bills is not their defense, which has led the league in scoring defense two of the past three years. It's not, you know, the lack of weapons, although I think they could use another weapon, um, which I think they got in the draft. You could make the argument. It's been the offensive line and the ability to protect Josh Allen. Um, I don't know, you know, that they've done enough to make the necessary improvements along that offensive line. I can't remember what their draft looked like, but I do think Josh Allen uh, has proven that he's going to be in the race for the MVP. Um, So I'm going to take Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. It's my next two picks. Okay. I, I, you know what? I think those are the two guys I would have chosen, but it was a a different order than what I thought it was going to be originally. So that kind of threw me off, but Two solid picks there. And you know what? Um, It's very interesting, the narrative around Justin Herbert, because you look at L.A. and that market, you would think that he would get a lot more press than he does. But really, it feels like he's one of the quarterbacks that's kind of in the shadows of the league, which feels very strange. Um, I think it's just because he's yet to have that big playoff moment um, and – or really just, you know, a big primetime game. There, There's a couple in there, obviously, that Raiders game from two years ago comes to mind to get into the playoffs. But I think this is the year where he's going to come onto the scene with a vengeance. And I just really hope he stays healthy because he, he 100% has the talent to take the league by storm. Um and then Josh Allen, pretty self-explanatory. All the talent in the world just needs to be more careful with the ball. And I think there's reason to believe that some of those in- interceptions will kind of revert to the mean just a little bit. Um, yeah. I think, you know, he did did get the tendency to press a bunch last year. That was, that was the case. There's no doubt about it. But um, they come back – they came back with a better team. Um, I think their defense is going to be a little bit more stabilized, more consistently. Um, and, you know, there's still questions about the offensive line, but I think you could argue the run game is in a better spot than it has been in, at any point uh, in Josh Allen's career. And he won't be relied on as much in the run game. So I think those are two solid picks. Now for my picks um, – this is a bit of a curveball, I think, maybe. But I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't know, you know, 
what his health will be. Obviously, that's the big question. But you look at what Lamar Jackson did last year, and the narrative tended to be like, oh, he just he couldn't get it done. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't throw well enough yet. He's still like not developed as a passer enough. And I kind of push back just because that offense was so simplistic in terms of their passing game. Um, just crossing route, deep cut, like three routes, and you're just you're just like at that point, Lamar's just chucking it to Mark Andrews and just hoping, you know. It I think with a better offensive system coming in this year. The hope is Lamar as a passer will really show itself finally. And I I think he's a better passer than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, There's also the point that I think the Ravens have kind of learned their lesson with him. I think this is the point of his career where he won't run as much, at least not not really in the regular season. They're going to have him pass a lot more, maybe – just some bootlegs here and there, get him outside of the pocket, but he's going to be really relying on his arm at this point in his career. And I think the narrative will really shift once people see what he's able to do. Um, my second pick, oh, this is really tough. Um, I'm a little bit torn between Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence, but I'm going to lean Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think this one is one where it has a super low floor just because of the lack of experience just um, in that locker room. But I think with him, with Aaron Rodgers being in the New York media, um, with him being in the spotlight a little more out of his comfort zone, I mean, in Green Bay, nobody could touch Aaron. You you ask him a tough question, he he shrugs you off, right? In New York, they're going to push him. Um, they're not going to settle for Aaron Rodgers, you know, chucking a little two-yard out two seconds into the play on a five-step drop before the play has even developed. You know, a lot of the times last year, it felt like Aaron just didn't want to get hit. And I think in the New York market, the hope – is that he'll get pushed a little bit um, and really dig deeper um, because the talent is still there. Right. Having watched a lot of AFC North football throughout the years, I think your Lamar Jackson pick is – it's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, He's won an MVP before. But I can make the argument that Baltimore, with what they've done in the offseason, has the most improved wide receiver group in the entire league. Um, A lot of the times, that Baltimore offense was run the football, run the football, throw to Mark Andrews. Run the football, throw to Mark Andrews. Run the football, throw to Mark Andrews. That's what it's been a lot of the time. Maybe hope that someone else contributes whether that be Rashad Bateman who's had some injury issues Devin DuVernay here and there but you look at what they've done in the offseason they added Zay Flowers first round of the draft arguably the best receiver in the draft 
Um, and you can make the argument that he's the most talented receiver just from a skill perspective that Lamar Jackson has had in his career. Not saying he is, but you can make the argument with what he did in college and his what his skill set brings to the table. You add Odell Beckham Jr., who is coming off another knee injury, but a player as dynamic as Odell um, can't be a bad thing for your offense. Rashad Bateman hopefully will stay healthy. You add a proven number three guy in Nelson Aguilar along with uh, Mark Andrews. And there's a change, you know, at offensive coordinator, but I think Todd Munkin will be a good change of pace for this offense. Um, he's worked well with every quarterback that he's coached at the college ranks. And I think what he can do with Lamar Jackson, um, a skill set like that, there's no telling. Like the creativity and the stuff that Baltimore's now going to be able to do in this offense with the improved skill set and diversity of skill set that they have in this receiving core. And I say I say that as a guy who absolutely loathes the Baltimore Ravens. Um, so, yeah, um, I think the Lamar Jackson pick is fantastic. Um, um, it's hard to say with Aaron Rodgers, but I do agree with your take that they're going to push Aaron Rodgers. Like, we didn't go get you for you to, you know, fuck around and do all this other shit. Right. We we got Garrett Wilson. We have our guys coming back at the running back position, Brees Hall and so forth. We had another good draft. Um, we have, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker coming back on that offensive line. So forth, stuff like that. Um, I think – and Rodgers has been a guy that's been in the MVP conversation. He's going to put up numbers. Uh, and in that division – it's going to require you to throw the football um, with Josh Allen, that Miami offense, and of course New England. You know, I think anytime we're talking about the MVP, Aaron Rodgers' name has to be mentioned. So that brings me to my pick. I think the next obvious one was Trevor Lawrence. I think there's an argument to be made that Jacksonville, when you look at their schedule, you look at their division and you look at their team and what they've done and the continued progression of Trevor Lawrence, I think there's an argument to be made that they could win the most games in the AFC next year. They're actually in my sleeper team to be the number one overall seed in the AFC. I think this Jacksonville team is that good. Um, I think they're going to easily win their division. I think Trevor Lawrence is fantastic. He's got all the talent in the world. And I think he's going to take another step. Um, and the primary reason for me picking Trevor Lawrence is for that reason. I, I'm projecting that Jacksonville's going to have a really good regular season. Um, and that's what this it, that's what this award is all about. Um, so I think Trevor Lawrence going a lot of AFC quarterbacks, but that's that's the nature of today's league. Um, and then this is a little bit of a curveball. But I'm going to do it anyways. Justin Jefferson. I knew it. I knew it. Justin Jefferson, I think, has to be in this conversation. 
Um, I had the stats pulled up. He led the league in receptions, receiving yards, first downs, receiving yards per game. And I believe, like, cumulatively over the past three years, he's led the league in a lot of those categories. He's the epicenter of what the Vikings do offensively. And I think on a on a week-to-week basis, there's an argument to be made he's the best receiver in football. Um, yeah, I think – I don't know what the outlook is for the Vikings offensively going into next year. I got to do some more roster digging. But he is – so incredible with what he's been able to do so far in his career and he's in his prime or he's just entering his prime and he posts eye-popping numbers every single season and barring an injury i think he'll be in the conversation yeah i agree i i think that's a fantastic pick man i mean i even thought about picking him you know um Justin Jefferson is just – he blows my mind every time I watch him play. I mean, there's no other way to put it. There's no – there's nothing really to say other than, I mean, the track that he's on is unlike anything we have ever seen. And if right. he keeps this up, there's there's going to be real conversations that are going to have to be had in terms of all-time – wide receiver rankings yeah all right and uh, yeah okay so two more picks for me and one more pick for you and then we can decide whether we want to continue right uh, okay um for this pick i'm gonna go with geno smith okay um i don't feel particularly great about this but um i just think the seahawks offense what if you think about what they added and you know that offensive line that their weapons um i think with their improved defense they have a chance to be one of the best teams in the league and you know with that geno smith is going to be at the helm and you know this could flame out incredibly um, but knowing that Geno Smith with this three-year contract that ha- that doesn't have any guarantees, he bet on himself thinking, okay, you think I'm a one-hit wonder? I'm going to go do it again, you know? And I think he's going he's gonna to surprise a lot of people again. I really do. Um, that receiving core is fantastic. Um, yep. I believe they just drafted a wide receiver, didn't they? I, I can't think Jigba, Jigba. Right, <laughs> right. That exactly. Um, they drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba in Devon Witherspoon. I mean, can you yeah. think of a better first round than that? No. I mean, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just think this offense is going to be extremely potent, and if the wins, you know, line up with that. There, there is a solid chance there. Yeah. Okay. Who's your next one? Oh man. 
I'm going to go with Micah Parsons. Okay. Call me biased, whatever whatever you want to say. I'm a Cowboys fan. Guilty as charged, silly me, whatever. I I just think um there obviously there's a pass rusher every year that, you know, gets high up in the sack numbers, right? Gets high up, you know, 20 23 sacks like TJ Watt did this past year, whatever the case may be. Uh, but I think Micah Parsons going into this year, people forget this is his third year in the league. Um, you know, obviously he's, you know, he's been incredibly consistent, but I think there's still another level, believe it or not. I, I think it, that, that, that's the that's even baffling for me to say coming out of my mouth. It feels crazy coming out of my mouth, but I really do. I really do think there's another level. And if he reaches it, I mean, we're talking like Lawrence Taylor type of stuff. So um I had to I had to just take a flyer on that. Yeah, we're gonna I think the next episode we'll do a defensive player of the year draft. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I could go Nick Bosa. I could even deal with my own homer pick and TJ Watt. Um, but I think I'm going to take a flyer on um, – okay. I'm going to go this, – this, this might be real surprising. I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. I don't know what it is, but I have a weird suspicion, man. I think people are talking about the Bengals. People are talking about the the Baltimore Ravens, and rightfully so. Dang, I should have picked him. (laughs) You can't you can't count out the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I just have a weird feeling, and it's really no real reason. That with a full off season, Deshaun Watson's gonna have a big year. Yeah, I I think you're right, man. I think that's a great pick. Um I was like hesitant to pick him just because of the narrative aspect of it. Just mm-hmm. um I think it it would be hard for the public to get behind. And that's what it feels like these days. It feels like, um, yeah, there has to be like a real public push from the fans to get the MVP. That's what, you know, Russell Wilson was missing for so many years up in the Mm -hmm. Pacific West. So it's tough, but he absolutely has the game to do it. I mean, he's shown, MVP level football multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty good pick, I gotta say. Um, and the fact that we chose three AFC North quarterbacks should tell you all you need to know about what the AFC is gonna be this year. Like, holy yeah. moly. I mean, you think about the AFC, you have the Chiefs, you have the Bengals, and you have the Bills who have been the three staples for the past couple of years. And then you have a whole bunch of teams after that, including the Chargers and 
you know, the Ravens and the Jags, the Jags and, you know, teams below that, the Dolphins, Pittsburgh, everyone else. And they all have a chance to be dangerous come playoff time. Most of them, aside from Houston and maybe a couple others, Tennessee, there's uncertainty there. Um, We don't know what's happening in Indianapolis, but we'll see. There's a lot to be said over the next two months as we head into training camp. Uh, I think that can do it for this episode, unless you want to do a couple more picks since we're at 30. Um, I think I think that'll do it. I think that's okay. a good cutoff okay. because, to be honest, I, I can't even think of who I would go with next. Mm-hmm. Um, the only name that's popping in my head is Jared Goff, and I think that's a good stopping point. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Jared Goff. No, no offense to Jared Goff at all. Um, the guy's been to a Super Bowl, almost won the damn Super Bowl. Right. Um, and that Detroit team wouldn't want to play them this upcoming season. Right. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, we'll be back for another NFL episode soon. Um, and just shout like, out to uh, shout out to Stay Hot for the idea yeah. as well. I really enjoyed this. I really think we can do this again. And be on the lookout for our version of our 2023 NFL quarterback bracket, which we're planning to put out this month. Um, that'll be a good like mid NFL offseason episode, along with these award episodes. And then we'll probably start getting into some actual substantive team stuff uh, here pretty soon, breaking down off-season moves, stuff like that, doing something along those lines as we head into the month of July where training camps, before you know it, will begin, and then we'll have the preseason, and then football will be back. Uh, and don't forget, there's also college football and some stuff that we'll have to address there as we approach fall camps. So... With all that being said, have a good night. Share this with your friends who like sports. As we said at the beginning, if you don't, we will come for you. Right. And um, pause. <laughs> what? Um, not like that, but like we're going to find you, though. We're going to find yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, you get the point. Yeah, um, we get it. And just like the chances of Jared Goff winning the MVP – Sorry, Jared Goff. <laughs> you're not going to win the MVP. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're bad. You're just not going to win the MVP. Not happening. Um, we are going, going, gone. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>